Blog Talk Radio. Sister Sweet is 
running her first meetup, the Memphis Neo Soul clientele. I need her to type the information in the chat room for me as well, but I do know that the ladies or the group are going to meet up at one of the local cafes, and then they are going to go to the Bilal concert on June 10th. Sounds like a good time. Yes, it does. And there's some other things that we're going to talk about at the end of the show. But right now, our first guest is on the line. So it's okay with you. And get to a little music, right? Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. We're jumping right into it. You and I are going to have time to talk, though. I worked this out. <laughs> okay. You cool, man? Now, last week, I said that I listened to this song. I love the song. And I said on air, this is the type of song that Q-Man will like. So... This is Stronger from our first guest and the latest and newest artist to have an artist profile on XDL.com. This is Tayanis, and this is the Neo Soul Show. Struggle trying to bring life to your vision See, I know this well is vicious, but you strong Taking care of business and your home Say cut this song, cause it's your song See, I know he did you wrong, you passed that Cause you grown, holding it down on your own And solid as an earth stone Even when your back's against that wall Your instinct takes over So you can conquer all And I have nothing but respect for your elegant intellect Don't let this world get you down Get that weight up off your chest Cause when you stay prayed up Blessings come down, carry yourself just like a queen Then kings will come around Infatuated with her aura, can't do nothing but adore So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her. So put your ones up, for sisters' elevation Cause if God made us, let's take care of God's face Ain't no Can you what she faced Never gives up, she holds it down Works all day and night If she's gotta come what may And she'll say Soul sister, manifesting inspiration when my spirit needs that lift up. I know this well is vicious, but you strong. I have feelings that lie way deeper than digging the love zones. It's something about your vibe that should be treasured. Her soul side lives in her message. Her presence is my pleasure. I know her past was aggressive. It left her in question. Where will all that stress in? So she can receive that blessing. But overall, my queen walks tall. Her love's out of this world, like solar system stars. I wanna be where you are, no Michael. To be that man of faith that puts her into all your bad cycles. Infatuated with her aura, can't do nothing but adore her. So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her. So put your ones up for sisters' elevation. Cause if God made us, let's take care of God's things. Can you see she faced, never gives up, she holds it down, works all day and night, if she's gotta come what may, and she'll say, it makes her strong, 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 that much stronger, hey, yeah, 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 my sister, beautiful soul sister, hey, yeah, yeah, for my sister, so strong. Alright. Yeah, say put your ones up in the air put for my sister. You know you're strong. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sister. My sister, beautiful, beautiful soul, soul sister. sister, yeah, 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 right, my sister, beautiful, beautiful soul, soul sister. sister. This world get you down. Get that weight up off your chest. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah.
you. Thoughts, Q. You know, it takes a lot for me to really say like that. that. I think there you go. Smooth vibe to it. I knew you would. And Sister Sweet in the chat room also really, really, really likes it. She wanted us to make sure that we told Tay that. She actually loves the song. So it's very smooth. I didn't even realize that I had lit some incense while the song was on. It just happened. <laughs> did you say lit incense? I did. <laughs> I don't got nothing else. I don't got nothing else. Tay, we got you on the line, man. Yeah, how's it going, fellas? Dang! Yeah, man. Nice song, brother. What's going on? Oh man, I'm I'm blessed by the best, man. Um, I I'm just really in shock right now, man. I think you know, what I mean, I I think the, this is the second week that the song's been out, and it's just been getting so much love, man. So, and I really, you know, what I mean, that's I'm really up. appreciating you guys right now, man. Hey, that's a great song, man. You got a lot of talent now. Mitch is going to ask you a lot of questions. Let me prepare you. He, he He's going to ask you questions that may get on your nerves a little bit. I know. That's, that's, that's totally fine, man. Throw him at me, man. I'm ready, man. Don't you, man. Now, what Q, man, doesn't know, ladies and gentlemen, Tay and I already had a conversation today. We've already spoken. He's ready. He understands what this interview is going to be about. Oh, so you did that thing right. where you... You you prepare him and then you ask him completely different questions to catch him off guard. You weren't supposed to say that out loud, so I'm gonna just ignore you. <laughs> so Tay, the first question that I normally ask my guests or our guests is never really a question. Just do us, do I listen as a favor and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, like I said, man, my name is Tayanis. Um, you guys did a beautiful job as far as introducing me. Um, but my name is Tayanis. Um, I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. I'm currently located in Sacramento, California. Um, just doing my thing. Um, you know, father, husband, you know, just, um, just making music that I've, you know, just music with a purpose, trying to reach my people, um, get us back to the points where we were. You know, and mm-hmm. yeah, nice like that, like that. A lot of the guests that we we normally talk to, um, they're 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 fusing different genres with soul and with neo soul music. So we've we've had an artist that fused jazz with neo soul. We had an artist also from Texas fused gospel with neo soul. When did it hit you that you were gonna? You were going to take a stab at hip-hop and neo soul or soul music? Well, I mean, I've always kind of had a hip, like, you know, I just always had love for hip-hop, you know, um, even, you know, since I was a young. And I, I remember, like, one of the first joints that I heard that I just fell in love with was Cool Like That by the Digable Planet. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, I, I still got that reach. I still got that reaching, the reaching cassette, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it's back baby you know what I'm saying so um nah but I, I you know over the years man I just kind of started I played instruments you know what I mean you know I was in like two different electives in school so I wound up learning how to play the trumpet and the violin <laughs> but you know at the end of the day it's like when you coming up you know you can't you can't tell your homies like yeah you know um, I'm about to go get on this violin tip you know <laughs> people looking at you like crazy you know what I mean so basically um we used to always rhyme and you know, we used to always, you know, lunchtime, just kicking mad rhymes and everything like that, man. And, um, you know, I, I kind of mix different genres with hip-hop. I always just had a knack for rhyming. But you know what? I think that I was always unhappy doing it because I, I felt in that industry bubble to where I felt like, oh, okay, I got to make a song that's a hit and do this, blow up, live the life, live happily ever after. You know what I mean? But, um... I think it was like after I had my daughter, man, and you know I was I was playing some joints. She was around two. You know, I was playing some joints around the house, and then next thing you know, I'm hearing her reciting some of the lyrics from some of my old stuff. And I was like, whoa, whoa, I don't want to be a hypocrite about it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, just really like, but I just always been, I just always loved just the soul movement in general. Like I'm a big fan of the soul variants. Always been and always will be. And um, like I said, I wound up meeting Damani, the guy who produced the Strongest Soul Sister record. And 
he 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 just got me in that vibe, man. That it, it, it's just been game over ever since. Uh, it's not the fact that it's just you know we doing music to reach a certain level, but the fact that I'm happy. Mhm. You know what I mean? You have a unique sound When you were growing up Who were your musical influences The major ones Uh, To be honest with you like I'm a big fan of Lauryn Hill I'm a big fan of um, Jill Heron Scott I'm a big fan of Uh you know, then like really, you know, then just like you know, um, and plus, I mean, not just influences just from rhyming, but just even the musicianship. Like when you think of artists like Dizzy Gillespie, Sonny Rollins, Cat Calloway, just the entertainer himself. You know, um, yeah. A lot of that just because sometimes it's not about like taking the cadence from an artist that's already out there. You know, sometimes it's just. If the music moves you, you know, like I said, because I'm an MC that does hip hop soul, so like whatever the music is telling me, that's what we are. You know what I mean? So, but at the same time, you know, those influences, you know, you, you know, like I definitely like dig on like you know, Butterfly, Lady mm-hmm. Bug, T.L. Smooth, T. Rock, um, Q-Tip, Common Sense. You know, it's it's a lot of influences, man. But you know, like I said, at the end of the day, like that really doesn't. It's it's not the final product. The final product is when I'm sitting in the studio, and like my boys is playing live instruments, and we putting the records together, and it's just like it's just um, you know what I mean? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Tay, talk to us about the the the, the album you're working on. Yeah. You know, what's 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 the mindset? Going into the recording for the Soul Jones Collection. You know the Soul Jones Collection. Um, the Soul Jones Collection. I actually came up with that title when um, I introduced myself to hip hop and soul music put together. You know, I was listening to some Jay Dilla. You know, and um, I was listening to like some Duel A, and you know, um, just really, just really digging into it, and. Um, you know, everybody knows that when you Jones for something, it's like an addiction. Right. You know? Yeah. And just the fact that, you know, you know, I mean, I'm definitely a, I'm definitely a man of God, but I think that when it came down to me musically, I wanted to speak on my faith, and I wanted to, you know, speak from the heart and speak on something that's real to me. So when I put it together, it was just like a collection of music, that soul that I yearned for. So that's how I came up with the title all together, the Soul Jones Collection. Um, the mindset of, of when, you know, doing an album, I just wanted to bring back real music. I know that sounds really cliche, but when I mean real music, let's take away the rhyming for a second. You know what I mean? And just think Correct. about the instrumentals, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about me rhyming right now. Just think about the music. Everything that was on Stronger was played live, you know? Mm. When we say when we say real music, it's like okay, I, I might be like, yo, Damani, I might need you to go in there and put some roads here, you know, put some bass here, you know what I mean? Let's get the let's get the drum kit out, let's do that, you know what I mean? A lot of the music on the Soul Jones collection, I mean, of course, it's, everything goes into the commute, computer because it has, you know, goes into the recording program because it has to be fine tuned and mixed perfectly. But just the fact that it's just. What we started out with in grassroots, you know, Dixieland and jazz and soul. It's like, okay, we, you know, you know, that's just like y'all being in church. You know, you mm-hmm. might only have a drummer and somebody who play keys. But to be honest with you, that's enough for, for praise and worship. Right. So that can't just be enough for music. You know? Because I, I, I understand that, you know, like, you know, we have the beat makers. They give us all these crazy sounds and stuff like that. But I'm just really just into the music. So when you, when I'm looking at a September, October release for the Soul Jones collection. So when you hear it, you're going to be like, wow, like that's, you know, that's real music. And then you bring the rhyming into it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. It's so let's it. <laughs> Looking forward to it. It's a nice, it's a nice combination. Like I, I, 
I made sure to say that I knew it would be a Q man favorite. One because I know Q, and Q is um I'm trying to find a nice word. I don't want to say old school, but Q is a uh, Q has delicate ears, and I knew that he would really like the song, right, Q? Yeah, definitely. I I love that song. That was a great song. And you know what, fellas? Um, it, it's crazy because I'm 26. You know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people that I present my music to, they be like, well, well what you know about that? You know, <laughs> so, you know the, old, the old players. Yeah, exactly. What you know about that, youngster? You know, we're still wet behind the ears or whatever the case may be. But um, just in general, man, like, you know, it's, it's definitely been tough for me because I understand that people my age, they gravitate towards more of what's popular in the industry. But the thing is, it's just with me and my music, it's like me and Q are pretty much the same. We have old souls, and I have sensitive ears because there's a lot of things that it's like I just tune it off before I even listen to it unless it's something that I'm familiar with, that I know that it's going to be like, wow, like this is a beautiful record. Not this like, oh, this is a dope song for the club because everybody can do that, but actually putting something together with a message behind it, but making it entertaining. Right. Because a lot of people, a lot of conscious rappers, in my personal opinion, like a lot of people stray away from what we do because they think that we're trying to preach to them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is entertainment. You know, like, I mean, you know, this is, you know, it, it, it's entertaining. It, it, it's good music and, and pure taste. You know, like, I don't want to be rapping like 10 million bars that you like, you know, we need to come together. This is that third. I still want you to understand. I just want you to feel where I'm coming from, you know. But at the same time, you know, if you want to sit back, have a glass of wine, and you know, you know, you with your wife or your lady, you know, what I mean, just kick back, listen to the music, make her feel good. You know what I mean? Let's, you know, that, and that was the big reason why I made it stronger. It's like we got to stop the great. You know? Tell you're not Definitely. 26. I'm 26, man. 26. Come on, man. It says a lot of soul in that voice, right? 1986, sir. You are way too smooth and mature to be 26, bruh. You know what, man? I've been eating my Wheaties, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) My cauliflower, my broccoli, you feel me? (laughs) But you know what? That's refreshing. That is refreshing. You you and T-Mitch, y'all are holding down the younger generation. Not that I'm that much older, but, you know. No, I really I got, appreciate it, man. I got one last question for you, Ty. Mm-hmm. What can people expect at a Tay Giannis performance? Wow. You know what? That's crazy because I know a lot of people have been like, yo, when you going to be doing shows, man? When you going to be rocking shows? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I told everybody, like, this year, my focus is the Soul Jones collection. It's out there. And just making sure that, you know, the publicity is there, that the message is there. But I'm going to tell you right now, when 2014 comes comes around and we put together this tour, mm-hmm. you know, you might, you, might, you might see James Brown come out of me. You might see, you know, you know, you know some tic-tac, click-clackers on or something else. <laughs> it's, it's definitely going to be high energy, man. You know, live band. You know, live horn section, bass, this drum, keys. But, you know, we, we definitely going to have a good time. We definitely going to bring some songs that, you know, bring some songs alive. But, you know, it's crazy because, you know, we like, you know, we, when you see a live band, you see them doing covers of like Earth, Wind & Fire or Sam Cooke, Jackie Wilson, you know, right. some old night. But she's like, you know, what if I just came back and just did like a cover of like, you know what I mean, um, Knife, you know, uh, Knife, Ninth Wonder, or mm. you know, I mean, or Troy, or you know, what I mean, just some of that, you know, what I mean, some of the songs that we relish till this day, right? You know, what I mean, but it's coming from an MC. Right, that sounds good. It definitely does. It's definitely gonna be high energy though, so you know. Definitely gonna be high energy, but um, like I said, man, you know, like I said, we definitely got the smooth vibe, you know what I mean, the kind of, you know, end the show off with, but, you know, I definitely got some high energy records on the album as well, so. Okay. Okay. Well, I only have one final question. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, you are originally from Texas. Yes, sir. Not a Dallas Cowboy fan, are you? Oh, come on. I need to know. <laughs> I, was, I was, Look, I was born and raised in Dallas, okay? Oh. Like, from, from June Bug till I was about 18, 19, I wound up going to college. Of course, right. I'm a Mavericks fan, Cowboys fan. Right. Oh, we were uh, almost going to be best friends, Ted. We, we were almost there, man. You know what? Who Who, who is your team? Who's your team? Oh, yeah, no, Eagle no. fan. Tay, let's not even hear Eagle fan. Don't even address him. <laughs> you almost, Eagle fan. We, we were almost best friends, man. They Come on, Q. Let it go. Let it go, Q. Let's go, man. Let it go. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, Tay, you've been fantastic, man, and your music is real serious. We appreciate you spending some time with us, bro. Oh, no problem, man. Um, like I said, man, y'all been beautiful. The L's been beautiful, man. You know, um, I just want to give a shout-out to my man, T. Mitch, you know, Q, man. You know, give a shout-out to my boy, Damani and Joshua James for helping me put together a dope record. Uh, my partner, Young Dizzy, Callie, Kyle, Creative, all my people that's helped me put together the Soul Jones collection, man. And um, just big ups to X to the L for supporting Neo soul, soul music, and giving somebody like myself a hip hop head that, who you know, my my music is just driven by soul. Chance. Mm-hmm. Here you have it. All right. That's what well, it is. Thank, thank you again, Tay. We're gonna be in contact. Definitely with everything um that's going on with XTL, and we're looking forward to hearing the album. All right, man. You guys take it easy, man. Have a blessed day and. You know, I'm about to get back to it, man, because I'm definitely trying to put something together for y'all real heavy. <laughs> All, All right, man. Be good, man. All right, man. Y'all have a good night. Tate. All right. You too, bro. Hey, Giannis. I told you you'd like that one, Kim. Mature, young, focused family, man. You don't see that that much nowadays, man. You really don't. You know what else you don't see much nowadays? What's that? Soulful neo soul singers that are also musicians from New Jersey, and that's what we're about to get into. Really? Yes, sir. So without further ado, we're gonna move right in, back into the music so we can get our next guest who's already on the line. Shout out to him. We're gonna start with "Hello Again," and then we are gonna move into the sexy hit single. That's what I was I was kind of I was told to say the sexy hit single. <laughs> For the record, it's from Elijah Bland. It's the Neil Soul Show. Without 
I was gonna let that ride out a little bit more, but Q, I knew I had the feeling you was just like you was about to zone out along with me and we gotta get back to the show. <laughs> I was about to let that one ride on out. <laughs> that was a good song, man. The brothers are really holding it down tonight. I like that. You like that one too? Can I get a yeah, little man. credit for doing something? Because like, you know you sounded so upset last week because you felt like it was all about me and everything was about teammates. He gets what he wants. Tonight oh. I made sure that we had a show set up where Q was just in appreciation, good music, the fellas holding it down, especially when you got a you got a soul brother from Jersey. So the three Jersey men get to hold it down tonight. That's 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 good stuff. So. You ready? You ready to bring them on, man? Because after Let's music like that, you gotta jump right to it. So, without yeah, further ado, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, originally from Hackensack, New Jersey, I, I'm just—I've been calling him the Soul Man of Dirty Jersey, <laughs> Mr. Elijah Bland. Elijah, we got no one. What's happening, good people? What's up, man? Got Jersey in the house, huh? Uh-huh. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's what I'm talking about. I, I, when I got on the line, I heard the tail end of a football conversation. Who are we talking about here? Yeah, uh oh. <laughs> you got, you got, you got a QQ man as an Eagles fan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I happen to be a Cowboy fan, so we're oh, guessing. God. We guessing that you a Giants fan, NFC East represented. Well, you know what? Oh, I'm I so sorry to hear that, folks. I'm gonna pray for you. But um, <laughs> we're talking about music, so let's not get off track. You know, yeah, let's not. Let's not. Yeah, yeah. And the East, man. Tough, man. So, so now you're from Hackensack originally. I am. Born and raised. That means Hackensack, New Jersey. Most people make fun of the name because it sounds like a little game that people play with their feet, but um, <laughs> if they're making fun of you, they must have never been out there because you got to have a little bit of money to live out there. Uh, not really, but it's, it's, I mean, Bergen <laughs> County is, is, a, is a nice place to be, man. It is. Um, yes, it is. It is. Uh, so, you know, but yeah, Hackensack is, uh, you know, right around, people have heard of, you know, teammates, the home of the, the Osby brothers and mm-hmm. lots of different people. Hackensack actually got, you know, some Really good uh, musicians coming out of there. You know, you got uh, Danish Taylor with School uh, in the Gang and um, all that. So that's you know, right out of our hometown, and uh, it's a good place, man. It's a good place to be, and a lot, a lot of stuff happening in the area. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud to be uh, from from Hackensack. I'm proud to be from New Jersey. Okay, that I like that teammate. I'm sorry, I like it a lot too. Okay, so T. Mitch is going to ask you some questions. I'm sure you know. Of course. He he generally gets on people's nerves. I hope you're okay with that. That's all good. I'll get on his nerves right back. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that Giants man thing is already working on me. You already, yeah, you already did it with that. That's cool. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> First question. The first question we like to ask our guests is never really a question. So we we got a little bit about your background being in New Jersey, but musically, tell us a little bit about Elijah Bland. Uh, well, I'm a self-taught musician. Um, started playing piano when I was about five, and uh, that really started my the, the house I grew up in. Um, we moved into when I was six months old, and so that's what I knew pretty much all my childhood. And the, the family that lived there before us left the piano in the basement. Um, old piano, and they just didn't want to move it, so they left it there. And nobody in my family played, but I was always drawn to it. And so you know, I was always in, in the basement. It was like the you know the cool place to be in, in the house. And uh, mm-hmm. you know my dad had all his memorabilia and sports stuff and music. And you know so all of his... His eight tracks and old records and all that stuff. I was listening to all that. And I was, you know, glued to Soul Train whenever it came on. And <laughs> the piano was right there, so I'd try to play anything I heard and started learning just, you know, some basics. And I had a couple of uh, extended family members who played, so, you know, holidays, they'd come around and we all 
you know, jam on piano, and um, it became just my, you know, my my second refuge, which the first was, uh, you know, the, the court in the field, because I, I was always an athlete, and um, that as I got older, grew and grew, and music was just more of a hobby. I was always playing music in school, and, um, you know, I played in a band, I played trombone and baritone and tuba and the school band and uh, you know but I was always playing piano and just learning things on my own just on my own um, mm-hmm. as I got to college I played college basketball and so that was you know a heavy demand but even doing that one of my teammates who I credit with you know getting me started with music uh, professionally um, he had some home recording software and was you know, starting to do some songwriting and production and didn't really play anything. So myself as a musician, I went and was helping him with keyboard parts and he started teaching me the little ins and outs of, of uh, Cakewalk Home Studio, which was the, the, the first recording software I learned. Uh, so then through college, I started getting my own stuff. I got my own equipment. Um, he was actually ahead. Of, he was a senior my freshman year and he, we played the same position. He would kick my butt in practice. <laughs> and then we go back to the room and work on music. So it was, it was kind of a, a cool dichotomy. But uh, after he left, then I was, you know, doing my own thing and um, work around the city. You know, we, it was a college town. So a lot of college students and young people and uh, everybody was, you know, either rapping, singing, or doing something. Um, so teamed up with some different producers, a small record label, and was always, I was only doing songwriting and production. That's really all I wanted to do. Um, but in the process of songwriting, I was doing reference tracks and, uh, you know, coaching the, the different artists through songs I wrote. And people started to come to me like, you know, it sounds pretty good what you're doing. And why don't you record your own, excuse me, your own stuff? And I was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to stay in the background and, and you know, play and sing and, you know, when, when it's necessary and do background stuff, whatever. But uh, I wrote a couple of songs that were very personal and I, I decided to record them and um, just kept going and came out with my first album about, you know, a year, exactly a year after the first time I, I sat down to re- record my own music. Wow. You played college basketball, too, Rich. I knew that, Q, but didn't I say I had this all set up to, like, pique <laughs> your interest? That's exciting. <laughs> I knew exactly what I was doing when I reached out to the people I reached out to. <laughs> okay, Elijah, before Q asks his, his patented question, um, like you, you mentioned your, your first album that released in 2007. Yep. We have the second album, Soul Century, in 2008. And then we don't get freedom until 2013. So what, 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 what changed about you? Or how have you grown? as an artist between Soul Centric and the newest song, EP Freedom? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's, the second album, Soul Centric, was uh, a huge learning experience in a lot of ways. First thing, I did just about everything on both of those albums myself. Um, your friend of mine was helping me with some of the post-production. He produced one track on... Uh, each of those albums but outside of that I did all the writing all the production all the recording all the post-production all the graphic design all the packaging all the, everything so that was I mean to say the least exhausting and it sounds cool but it's really not a good idea so <laughs> I, I know in hindsight um, even though I, I am blessed with gifts to be able to do those things it, it, it's really not good for me to do all that and I learned it the hard way I, you know that two weeks before my album release party for Soul Centric I fell asleep at the wheel from not sleeping more than six hours in a matter of three days Ooh. Uh, trying to finish up all kinds of you know things with that. and I'm, again doing everything myself the friend who was helping me out I drove him home came back five minutes from my house and just shut down crashed my truck totaled oh and I'm like, okay, great. Now I have no vehicle. Um, you know, struggling to even put this thing out in the first place. But it's, it, you know, I'm doing what I need to do. And uh, that was, I think, really to me, that was God telling me, slow down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you need to get in your lane and stay there and get some help. Um, so you know, even okay, the record's coming out. So we put the record out, and it's 
you know, was doing all right at, at first. And uh, Michael Bazin picked up the single Talk to Me, and that was huge. I mean, that, you know, at the time, it's 65 cities. He was syndicated around the country. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you hear, you know, he's playing on the Michael Bazin show. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, it, it 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 did some things, man, and it really um, elevated my you know my uh, draw and, and fan base. It woke me up to it, it. It really brought a sense of vulnerability because I'm thinking, okay, I'm just this little independent artist from New Jersey, and people I don't. It's mostly you know, and most independent artists know this. It, your your core support system is people you know people you know. Mm-hmm. It's all you know people that. Or they, you know, a friend of a friend, and they end up hearing your music and they like it. And it's hard to get this stuff out to the masses. It's, it's, it's better now, you know, with the digital age. And, but you know, this is still evolving. So with something right. like that, you know, when you got people that have no connection to whatsoever, who are just randomly hearing my song, like my song, like the whole CD, they whatever. It, and it's, it it makes you kind of vulnerable. Like, oh wow, this stuff is really out there. So, mm-hmm. Whatever there is, but that's. <laughs> it, it, it's true, and so I think in that it, it, it made me think of things a little bit differently. It wasn't just okay. I want to put out another record next year, and another one mm-hmm. next year. It was this needs to be exactly what I want to say at that time, and I and I I felt like at the time Soul Centric was what it was supposed to be. It was a, a period of growth. It was a period of transition. Um, I had a lot of great features on the album. But I think people were still trying to figure out who I was. Mm-hmm. And I was still trying to figure out who I was. Mm-hmm. So in that process, you know, life just happened. And I, I took a step back and let life happen. And, you know, it was a lot of ups and downs and ins and outs. And um, I don't regret that time at all because it allowed me to grow as an artist, allowed me to grow as a man, um, allowed me to make some, some vital mistakes that I needed to still make in that process and not be mm-hmm. trying to promote another record while I'm doing that. Um, you know, and, and so those, all, all those things helped me to reach a point where I said I really, truly need a sense of freedom. And that's what inspired, you know, a, a series of events leading up to putting out the EP was realizing what I'm seeking. What I'm really seeking is freedom for myself because I've been, I've been the one putting this all on myself, putting all the demands on myself, holding myself back, the, the even my name. I mean, I, E. Bland was the name on those records, on, and people didn't know my first name, so when I introduced mm-hmm. myself as just in a personal setting, it's hard to, it, and it, it's a little bit of a shield. So mm. I decided, you know, and I, I can credit, you know, uh, another radio personality, Jeff Fox, who said to me, that he's like, you know, that's a real, you have a performer's name. He, he knew my first name, and mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, you know. And, and I, I've been thinking about it, and I just, you know, I said, you know, what well, people need to just know me, and that's that's what I think people want in an independent artist. Whether I like it or not, whether I want to or not, people are going to seek the truth of who you are. Right. So, you know, I think that's really what seeking that uh, spiritual freedom, that you know, self-inflicted. Uh, kind of trap that you put on yourself and you know that's not what I want to do for me or for anybody else I want people to feel that through the music so mm-hmm. that's where we are now with freedom nice yeah definitely alright Q here it is set the stage for you here's that question <laughs> tell us about your musical influences growing up Who, who, who's the person that when they came on you stopped everything and had to sing along Oh, man. You know, every time somebody asks me this question, I say to myself, I really need to sit down and find a better answer to this question. Because I, don't have, I, don't, I really don't have a good answer to this question. There's so many. I mean, I, I was so, like, I think my, I'm, I'm very complex when it comes to uh, how I understand things as a musician, how I, you know, I, I'm self-taught. I'm sorry, I play everything by ear. I, and I ended up minoring in music in college, so that's, Got some theory in there. I started taking piano lessons when I was 12. I quit after two weeks because I hated it. So all of that stuff got mixed up in, am I, am I structuring? Am I doing this the way everybody does it? Am I learning what everybody learns? And no, I never did. So I skipped a lot of the stuff that my peers were listening to as a child because 
I was so focused on what I heard. My dad had this huge collection of eight tracks and, and records, and all. I'm like, wait, this stuff is the cool stuff right here. This, I mean, I'm listening to Motown like that's out now. Like, I mean, when I was five or six, I'm like, this is this is the music that's out. So this is what I'm listening to, and that's you know that's so I, you know Motown was huge for that. Um, you know, Michael Jackson and the whole and I mean even beyond Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is one of my biggest musical influences. Um, I've realized recently that Prince was an influence. I didn't even really know it. <laughs> I, I seriously, I, I didn't. I didn't even realize I liked Prince like that because I was so uh, reluctant to be on board with the whole purple thing and. You sound just like me, man. I really, I mean, you know, you keep real. That's that's what people, you know, as a man, especially I grew up as an athlete and all that, I'm like, "Ah, I don't know about the purple and the heels and all that. But as a musician, you're always, I mean, I'm like, my God, this dude is a genius. Yeah, yeah. And so as I grew older, I realized, like, okay, this is really all that stuff. I don't even have to pay attention to that. Just listening to it, I'm sold. You know, wow. I guess you could say the same for Michael Jackson because you, you mm-hmm. know, don't look at the personal life. That's, that's a master of what he did. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say, I mean, bigger than anybody, Quincy Jones. Okay. That's a nice list. Yeah, it is. Last question I got for you, Elijah. What can fans expect at an Elijah Bland concert? Ooh, great question. Um, passion. That's the number one thing. Uh, and that comes in a lot of forms. That's, that's uh, you know, you get something like For the Record, that's a very familiar type of passion that a lot of people know about. Um, I know Kiki is listening and knows very well what that song has been doing for several months now and, you know, radio shows and countdowns and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm so happy that people get it you know people connect to a feeling and that's what I want people to do I want whatever that feeling is you know if I start out a show with a high energy funk number people want I, I want people to get that and you know people do they look for that they want to you know it's, it's I, I'm a, I mean I'm speaking to soul music fans specifically y'all are tough man you know people get go to a show and you know somebody comes out on stage and you never heard it the music before and it's just you know you got a whole bunch of people sitting there hey entertain me right I was, you know and they're just sitting there and so it's it's not a uh, it's not as I guess as easy to just do what you do if you have no energy in the room so right. what I expect is that you know I'm, and absolutely I'm there to entertain you I know that so I'm going to do that but be honest with yourself too That's what I want people to do I want people to be honest with themselves People want to get up And dance to a song And they get Oh well nobody else Is getting up and dancing Why not Get up so, If that's what you want to do Get up and dance You know If you want to Shout something out If you want to Throw something on the stage Go right ahead That's that's the engagement that, And that's what I What I try to bring out of Everything I, You know I'm very interactive um, And, and it's, like I said Passion is a, is a big part of it So I, I guarantee you I will be the hardest working person in the room and that's what I'm there to do. So and I love it. If I didn't love it, I absolutely wouldn't be doing that. That's right. That's that's the truth. I think that's all we got. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> you didn't even get on my nerves other than being a cowboy fan. Yo. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> The Eagles are much better, brother. I'm not you right behind them. But, That's right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm Cowboys. Every year no when we're out, I, I root for the Giants after we get eliminated every year. <laughs> I love the honesty. I love it. After we get eliminated. Yeah, it's every year, bro. Ridiculous. The Giants are my playoff team. Cut <laughs> it out, Q. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> well, we appreciate you spending some time with us, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you so much. And thanks to everybody in the chat room and 
everybody listening, I really appreciate the support. Please do uh, reach out. I, and I'm, again, like I said I'm interactive with shows. I'm interactive on social media. Please do reach out. Tweet, Facebook, Elijah Bland, at Elijah Bland on Facebook. I mean on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Please reach out. Tweet about the show. Tweet about the music. It's it's very very necessary for us to keep this going. Seriously. And you heard a big shout out to you guys for providing the platform. I really appreciate it. Definitely. No problem, man. We will be in touch. You shouldn't have told me I got the green light to bug you on Twitter now that I'm learning Twitter. So now I'm starting bugging. <laughs> Go right ahead, man. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks again, brother. We'll be in touch with you, man. Thank you, fellas. Have a good night. All right, good night. Thank you. All for you, Q. All for you. We had some great guests on tonight, man. The brothers, we had some absolutely great guests tonight. Brothers held it down tonight. Yes, so with a little bit of time that we got left, take mm-hmm. care of the things that we have to take care of. Okay. So uh, I mentioned it earlier. Let me make sure I put out the correct information. The mm-hmm. Memphis Neosoul clientele meetup is going to be Thursday, June 13th at 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. They are meeting at Miss Polly Soul City Cafe at one fifty-four. <laughs> On 154 Beale Street in Memphis, Tennessee. They're going to meet up there, as Q would say, have some dry rub. Then they're going to head over to the New Daisy Theater and listen to Bilal at um, the Bilal concert. So, again, that's Thursday, June 13th, 5.30 p.m. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Neil Soul Show. You would find me up on Facebook, on Twitter, at The Neo Soul Show. His Twitter is at QManBooks. I am at T-D-O-T underscore Mitch. Of course, as always, follow XTDL on Twitter at XTDL. Check the website out, XTDL.com. Check the Facebook out, Facebook.com slash XTDL. When there's a meetup group coming up, I'm sure Uncle Ray we back on good terms. Uncle Ray will let me know. I'll let everybody else know. Shout out to Sister Sweet, Elijah, Tay Giannis, Kiki, T. Berry. I see Madison Media Radio in the chat room. Tinkerbell, everybody listening. I'm good, Q. Next week on the Neo Soul Show, Mika Soul, Harlem Zone, will be on the Neo Soul Show. Oh, we look forward to that. And we will, then we'll be back then when we will try to do better. For T. Mitch and myself, make sure you go to xtdl.com. Check it out. Until then, we are out of here. Good night, everybody.